The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at High Five Casino! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash covers your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized, soft and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence, all pride. For the third year, Olay Body is a proud sponsor of iHeartRadio and P&G's Can't Cancel Pride and supporter of the LGBTQ plus community. So this pride glow with confidence, not just all month, but all year long. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. It's soil time. Hello, welcome to <laughs> It Could Happen Here. I like we're that. Ta- <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about dirt today. Big, big, big dirt fans here. We love we, we love dirt. We love soil. Um, and to help us talk about soil, dirt, ecology, growing, for, uh, I don't know, foraging, all of this kind of stuff. We have uh, Andy from the Poor Pearls Almanac, a podcast about you know what to do after you know stuff kind of crumbles away slowly kind of kind of like kind of like our podcast um and when i like uh, our soil hopefully well <laughs> i got some bad news for you there <laughs> some of us are not great at cultivating soil which is what we are talking about today is how to avoid getting well, not avoid like how can we help help against our soil just blowing away yeah. um yeah, that is that is that is our discussion. I, I I wrapped up like a week of research on California's specific climate and drought and what all the farmers are doing. Um, and a lot of their soil is blowing away. And so far, their solution to that is just spray more water on it. Which the problem is, there's not tons of water. Um, <laughs> so 
let's talk about dirt. Let's talk about soil. I will hand it over to the resident soy boy, the soil expert here. I love that. Because I don't know what I'm talking about with dirt. My puns are getting famous. I know. I, I have, th- that was that was just that I was just ripping ripping off of uh, a title of one of his episodes. So that's not original. Blame him for the pun. Sorry, <laughs> I do that a lot. So in terms of building soil, there's it's really a basic idea of how to do it, and it generally comes down to understanding what a soil needs and how to let the soil build through rest. And generally speaking, when we plant our annual crops, what happens is you put your tomato plants in the ground, whatever it might be, you get a great harvest, you, you know, let them die, clear them out. And then the next year, maybe you throw some more compost on it, or maybe you're like, yeah, I, I just don't have time. I won't do it. And you'll grow and you might have a pretty decent crop again. And then usually by like the third year, you start to notice that your plants just aren't doing as well. Like all the nutrients and the minerals have started to get taken out of the soil. So you can either continuously add new material to it, which comes from somewhere. Doesn't seem very sustainable. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely not sustainable. And the alternative is to think about how can I build up that soil without doing that? And there's a couple different ways we can do that. The soil can get built from things like cover crops. So we can add cover crops, generally things like nitrogen-fixing plants, clovers, hairy vetch and a number of others that we can use to help fix nitrogen into the soil, or we can add other things to add biomass. So certain grasses and things like that can be planted, and they'll mine deep into the soil to pull up nutrients when they die off, or you can cut them down, they start breaking down, they return those nutrients back, but they're on the topsoil now. So that's another way we can do it. Alternatively, if we're talking about a little bit more land, you can take advantage of using animals. So chickens, rabbits, sheep, cows, whatever it might be, reintroduce nutrients back into the soil through things like rotational grazing. And there's a, you know, that that's a whole other subject of, you know, how different methods are better or worse for fixing nitrogen and all the other nutrients back into the soil. And um, we can talk about it. I don't know if you want to spend an hour talking about it. I I assume that that definitely depends on the scale of your operation, I would assume. Absolutely. And you can do that on a smaller scale, not necessarily cows, but like chickens Chickens, can, yeah, yeah, chickens can be run through chicken tractors, which can be as small as, you know, three feet by six feet. And we were making, yeah, we we were making some fertilizer a few months ago and basically we raked up, well, I, I did, I I watched as people did this because I was lazy. Um, I watched people just rake up tons of sheep shit um because there we have a, a, there's a little sheep set up um and they were just raking up all the shit and putting it into a pile with dirt and now it's been like a it's been like a month or two and we should have some okay fertilizer by now which we can you know use however we see fit but chickens 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 as well you not not everyone probably has sheep or access to sheep <laughs> um but chickens are surprisingly easy to get yeah, and depending on the city you're in, uh, you can live in pretty dense places and still legally have chickens. Yeah, you might really. have to get comfortable with the idea of slaughtering a rooster, but other than that, you know, there's, it's funny because what you'll see is like in the early spring, everyone gets chickens, and then by like July, you'll on on Craigslist or Facebook or Instagram, everyone's like free rooster to good home because they can't slaughter <laughs> it themselves. 
Uh, yeah, I've had I've had to watch a few roosters get the uh, get the old old axe. Oh, there, yeah. there was there was this one rooster that would always wake up as we were all going to bed. We would have like we'd have like a movie night, um, and we're like going to bed at four a.m. and that's when the rooster starts. And we're like, no, we're trying to sleep, and we're like, we need to kill that rooster. <laughs> yeah, it's time to. It it's only time. takes one bad day to be like, I cannot listen to that sound again. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least it went to some good use. Yeah. Anyway, back to dirt. Yeah. Let's see. Where were we? We're talking, we're talking about reintroducing stuff via, you know, chemical means. I mean, or or just using animals and stuff, or or rotating plants. Yeah. So there, there's a bunch of different ways you can do it, and obviously, it's all defined by what your site needs. You know, the way we're talking at this point has been mostly about like you already have a garden and that soil needs to be amended to improve it. But if you're working with, say, a site that has almost no topsoil. So, for example, a friend of mine out in California lives near a highway and they had scraped all the topsoil around the highway to build up the highway. So now there's no topsoil. It's just garbage. So how do you build that soil up? And there's a bunch of different ways we can do that, whether it's through taking advantage of free resources like um, mulch. Like if you see a tree getting cut down and they chip it all up, yeah. those guys have to pay to get rid of it most of the time or they, they get paid just enough to cover their gas. So if you see it down the street and say, hey, you want to drop it off at my house, they'll happily do it. Yeah, we, we just found out there is this business in Portland that you can email them to do a chip drop where they take all of their mulch and wood chips and drop them off in your driveway. And it's completely free. You, 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 you don't need to pay for it. You can just schedule them to drop it off anywhere. And a short aside, we also found out that they don't require address verification. So you can do this as a prank. Um, you can find out where the mayor lives um, or where, I don't know, a particularly bad person lives. Let's say he wears armor and he brutalizes people and threatens them with guns while having a badge. You can find out if if you know where he lives. You can just deliver tons of wood chips right right on his driveway. Um, and and they they have a rule on their website is once a delivery has been initiated. So like once the truck leaves you know their office, it cannot be stopped. There's no way <laughs> there's no way preventing it. And they don't contact the house beforehand. No way preventing it. Just a random uh, random wood chip drop anywhere in any driveway. It's a magical system. But you can also just use this for you know getting wood chips to help grow things. Yeah, and, um, and mulch is such an underrated medium. It's like really good for like water retention and helping soil not dry out too fast. It's it's not just like aesthetically nice looking and accessible. Yeah. It's also like really good for the plants. So I'll add two caveats to that. And the first is that uh, it's really important to know what species you're dealing with that are the wood chips because certain species have chemicals in them that will reduce growth uh, hmm. or stop it completely. So like black walnuts are really well known in the, on the East Coast as having uh, what's called juglone. And there's a bunch of different species that, are, again, are probably unique to where you live that you should just be aware of. And the second one is that mulch and wood chips are fantastic for your garden. However, the one drawback is that for the wood chips to break down, they actually utilize a lot of the nitrogen in the soil. So that's ah. just so you may have a bit of a nitrogen problem or some kind of nitrogen fixing. So it'd be more important to think about cover crops and uh, either adding fresh compost or whatever it might be to help offset some of that nitrogen absorption. So so it's not it's a great resource. It's just not perfect. You just have to be sure. aware of the limitations. 
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win three spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride. Raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! You're probably careful with your personal information, but what about the other places that have it? Like the doctor's office that mixed up your files. They have your social security number. The power company that mistakenly cut your service has your payment info and last three addresses. And the hotel that lost your reservation has your passport info. Your information is in endless places out of your control. Any one of them could accidentally expose you to hackers and identity theft through lax security, breaches, or simple mistakes. But LifeLock monitors millions of data points every second and alerts you to a wide range of threats. If your identity is stolen, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will fix it, guaranteed, or your money back. With plans covering up to $3 million for stolen funds and expenses. Mistakes happen. Don't let not having protection be one of them. Save up to 40% your first year at lifelock.com news. That's lifelock.com news to save up to 40%. Terms apply. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I would like to touch on why we're in a bit of a pickle. Like what 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 have we done agriculturally to kind of make our soil so unfragile? Like what what did we do wrong 
um, on like even on like a larger scale? And and how how might someone like me who just has a small setup, you know, not make the same mistakes in my own personal garden? Sure. So the the beginning of the food system becoming what it is today really started with oil. Um, access to things like petrochemicals uh, allowed us to start rethinking about how we grew food and forgetting about traditional methods, primarily things like using manure. I mean, you think about it, you eat all the nutrients go out the sewer and then they never go back into the soil. And we're con constantly taking from the same soils year after year. And the only way we continue to produce is because we're dumping chemicals mm -hmm. and forcing the soil, which is just a medium at this point, just dirt, it's not soil. And we're just making it grow food because we're adding the chemicals the plants need. But we've destroyed things like the bacterial community, the fungi community, all these different things that are so crucial for our food systems to be resilient. In terms of how can we move forward, building that soil is super important and understanding these cycles of where our food comes from. The, the biggest challenge really is that we're trying to create ethical food systems under an unethical economic model. Sure. So, so like you'll see like permaculture is like a, a really big thing today. And yeah. for a lot of good reasons, because it challenges that methodology. However, because of things like capitalism, we can't really have an honest conversation about the fact that a lot of people will tell you, you can make money doing permaculture and you, some people do, but it's not, it's not really what people think. Like there's no way to, to ethically grow food and not have the problems of yeah you're you're facing a, or competing with somebody that doesn't have any ethical guidelines mm -hmm. or framework that you have to compete with and i mean there's plenty of things we can say that there are problems with permaculture and if you want we can talk about that further but it, this is the, the primary reason why we can't really fundamentally rethink our food system until things either fall apart or capitalism no longer exists or there are major subsidies for these alternatives, whatever it might be. Yeah, let's see, like, is even something like, would you even say just like someone buying pre-made fertilizer should be avoided in that case? Like, would you would you rather, you know, if someone try to make it ourselves and like, what's cheaper, you know, like, is, is just buying fertilizer cheaper than having to actually make it yourself, which is another kind of problem with these types of things that it turns out, you know, the way to make things better might cost some people more money, you know, than people who don't really have as many resources, you know, just like a regular person who's trying to do this, you know, they don't have as much money and would, would just buying pre-made chemicals be, you know, easier and cheaper than doing work to kind of build it up more like quote unquote naturally. I mean, obviously I think under capitalism, anything that's efficient in terms of time and um, taking advantage of things like scalability, which, you know, mining nutrients is always going to be more efficient when you're doing it on a massive global scale. Like you really can't compete dollar for dollar. And that's, at least with what I do with the Poor Pearls Almanac, we don't really focus on that and instead say, this is how things should be. And how do we do that? And when do we need to start doing that if we know that what exists today isn't sustainable and that ultimately this is going to fall apart in some capacity? Yeah. You talked more about like uh, trees specifically, and I would love to, love to hear more about that. You know, outside of just you know making your own like edible garden, other doing doing other kind of ecology related related work. Sure. So trees have you know so many benefits 
outside of the fact that they can produce food. Um, we could look at things like how they can manage a landscape and reduce temperature extremes, the way they can uh, maintain soil quality because of um, reducing things like runoff from major storms, which are happening more and more frequently. Yeah. Further, like I said, they do produce food and they sometimes they produce food for us. Sometimes they produce food for our livestock. Um, additionally, there's a, a process called silvopasture, which is essentially when you think of a farm, you think of a cow walking around in a field. Instead, that cow's walking around in um, a managed forest and the forest uh, floor gets enough sunlight to grow grass. So you're getting the benefits of the grass as well as the trees. And you can either be using those trees for lumber or for food crops or whatever it might be. And you're getting the best of both worlds. And it, in a lot of ways, the silvopasture system more accurately represents the way the landscape had been managed, especially here in the Northeast and generally the East Coast by indigenous people. Um, you know, they, they weren't using cows. They were doing prescribed burns and things like that. But those environments are actually better for things like deer, which like to like to exist on like the margins of forests where they're getting the best of both worlds. So that was how they managed a wild, essentially they were wild grazing the, the, the native species. Yeah. And we just, just trying to think there's like, we, we, we don't really have anything like that on a, on a large scale anymore. We've, we've just jumped right into like the, the field and pasture thing. Yeah. I mean, you think about it, it makes sense that we haven't because of the fact that to do that requires individuality in terms of how we manage a landscape. You can't run a machine yeah. through you a silvopasture. You can't just make like a template and apply it to every situation. Everything is much more unique based on their individual environment and ecosystem. Yeah, and then it becomes less efficient to manage in terms of how we manage things as a, a successional thing where we have, you go through the field and you seed it with a giant machine because you can do it faster that way. You can add whatever amendments you need more quickly when it's just a flat piece of land with nothing in the way, so on and so on. It just, it doesn't, it goes right in the face of how we think of efficiency, despite yeah. the fact through its diversity, it's more resilient to what's coming in terms of climate change. Especially in the long run. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in the last episode, we talked a bit about guerrilla gardening. Can this like intersect with, with this idea of like growing in the forest? Um, is there, you know, I, I assume there's like a, 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 a decent crossover there. Absolutely. So generally speaking, a lot of people that are into silvopasture are also thinking about things like tree crops. And one of the things that I really focus on is thinking about foods that we don't traditionally think of as foods, or at least not as like staple crops. So like while people might be familiar with kind of the odd fruits like persimmons, like you might know mm -hmm. what a persimmon is, you might have one or two or maybe make persimmon bread. That's yeah. not usually a, a large part of anyone's diet. No, <laughs> and, and that's like, that's the challenge that we really have is while people like to incorporate these types of things in permaculture into, you know, how they think about their relationship with the environment, like nobody's giving up their toast in the morning. And that's, you know, a third of your diet or whatever it might be. And that's where we need to fundamentally shift how we think about food. So you're saying that we need to change in order to address these large systemic issues that have caused many problems we need to change the way we extract resources from the earth and maybe reevaluate how much we do so <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's it's no small feat is what i'm saying you know? i know i'm just saying like you know that's the this specific thing around like food and diet is the same root problem we have with climate change on a larger scale of like 
just doing, you know, progress for progress's sake without realizing that this is not a sustainable way to do things and infinite growing and like infinite expansion maybe is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe has some consequences. Who has yeah. some consequences? Yeah. Who would have thought that infinite growth on a finite planet wasn't sustainable? Oops. <sighs> yeah. The following is a high five moment from high five casino.com. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won! Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again! I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your High Five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Glow with your best skin. Be confident in your skin. Be brave in your skin. With Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash, cover your skin in layers of rich moisturizers and vitamin B3 complex, transforming your skin from dry and dull to moisturized and smooth in just 14 days. Feel the best in your skin and glow with confidence all pride. Olay Body is a proud sponsor and supporter of iHeartRadio and PNG's Can't Cancel Pride. Raising funds and support for the LGBTQ plus community. Olay Body wants you to feel empowered to live with confidence in your own skin. Not just all month, but all year long. And when you feel the best in your skin, you can do anything. So this pride, glow with confidence with the help of Olay Body. Check out Olay's new Indulgent Moisture Body Wash online or at your favorite retailer. Happy Pride! This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Baseball fans, BetMGM is giving you the chance to win a prize every day during the baseball season. Step into the batter's box for BetMGM's Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. Pick an area of the strike zone and take your best swing. If you get a single, double, triple, or home run, you'll receive a prize. Smash a home run to collect a bonus bet on us. Just log into your BetMGM sports account to get started. Then visit your promotions section to access the Swing for the Fences free-to-play game. There's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sportsbooks. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Must be 21 plus and present in Ohio. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
the point that I'm really trying to drive home is that we really need to rethink what food looks like. And it has to be in a meaningful way that it can't just be those odds and ends. And that the thing I think people forget is that food is a huge component of our culture and our identity. Absolutely. When we think about food and identity, the reason why our identity is surrounded around food is because food is the byproduct of the environment that we live in. And it's, you know, for, it's been a couple generations and we went from the reason why Italians eat X, Y, Z is because that's what grows there to, I eat this because my family does, but I don't know why. Sure. And, and that's uh, the way those things relate to one another is been completely lost. And we need to figure out how to do that again. Can you point to any like, examples of these things you're talking about of like, you know, of systems existing now or in the past that have kind of shown these methods of viewing food and viewing, you know, growing and, and soil cultivation? So like any indigenous practice and like we say indigenous and we usually mean like North America or South America or Australia. But yeah. even if you look across Europe, you know, before capitalism kind of got its claws into the rest of Europe or all of Europe, like there were plenty of indigenous practices. And in some places they continue. And the, the way that people lived um, reflected the, the needs of their ecology and how people could relate to that ecology. The reason why Nordic countries have high amounts of meat in their diet is because of what grows there and what, how they can utilize what grows there to feed themselves through animals and things like that. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that is, that is generally what we, we hear is, you know, look at the, the various indigenous methods of, of growing um, and how they, how they fed people in their immediate area. I'm thinking, like, how can we take those similar ideas and scale it up? Because, I mean, they weren't growing food for 7 billion people. But I know, like, we grow way too much food for what, sure. for how many people. Well, maybe not too much food, just we distribute it in a very inefficient way. Because we don't do it for what we need, we do it for profit. So like we, we, we throw away so much food that we grow as, you know, mm -hmm. globally. Um, but I, you know, when I think of these more, you know, like older methods of growing food, I, it's, it's harder for me to picture that, you know, feeding an entire city, right? Sure. And I don't know what the solution is here. This isn't really the thing I focus on a lot. But is there a way to kind of scale up these like smaller scale things that, you know, people can do in their own yards, on any kind of mass level, or is that just kind of rely back on the same thing? We need to like re reevaluate how much we consume and how we consume it. So I think there's a little bit of both. I think we do need to reevaluate what we're consuming and the volume that we're consuming, as well as um, you know the, the waste, specifically in terms of those two things yeah. that uh, we tend to lose a lot of food that otherwise is useful. Yeah. Um, but also there is a lot of opportunity, and while places like maybe New York City because of the, the development around the city might not, there might not be any way possible to grow food, like within the metropolitan or even the region. Yeah. We, we know that like, and this is something I probably should have checked before the stat, but it's something like there's four acres of arable land for every person on earth. And four hmm. acres is like, a, that's a lot. That's plenty. That's plenty. Yeah. That's absolutely plenty. Um, but like, one of the things that's really important is to start thinking about how we can decentralize these systems in order to have those clusters of places where those things are more um, capable of growing and handling the production that's necessary. And to maybe rethink about what, what urbanization really should be and what it should look like. And, you know, in, in the future, 
while things may seem like, well, you can't ask people to leave New York City as climate change worsens and our food systems start to fall apart, that might be a much easier conversation to have. While today that seems kind of radical. Yeah, and at the very least, maybe we should maybe we shouldn't make any more New York cities. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, is there any like resources online that you can point to that talks more about these types of topics or like books or like anything in this general both growing on like the growing side of things and then like the more like ecology side of things? So Tom Wessels has this really great book called The Myth of Progress, which talks about complex system science and essentially what that is is decentralization and um, the the benefits of having diversity within a community and yeah. the fact that any any power that's you know centered in one specific place ends up having imbalances and has less resiliency and that plays until it's focused around ecology but I think it's really helpful especially if you're an anarchist I think you can you'll yeah really you can view a lot it. of systems through the lens yeah yeah so that that's definitely one place to look uh, in terms of like growing food. I don't know if there's really any books that really address it from this perspective of climate change and decentralization, but there's plenty of work online about silvopasture and, you know, food forests, any of these types of things. YouTube has like a, a vast array of resources. And of course, if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you can come check us out on our podcast, Corporal's Almanac. We, uh, the, the entire show is pretty much around this subject matter. So if you want to learn more about it, come check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, if this specific topic, you have a, a wonderful catalog of stuff discussing this. Um, and I just want to thank, thank you. Th th and and th thank you so much for coming on this show to kind of talk about these topics. You know, me and Robert and, you know, Chris, we have more of like a background in like history and that kind of thing. We are, we are not super avid plant people. Like we're, 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 we're trying to start growing more stuff just our, ourselves personally, but I'm definitely not educated to, to talk on this. And I'm very, very uh, happy that you were able to, and you're generous with your uh, time and knowledge. So thank, thank you so much. Yeah, definitely check out uh, their show on you know wherever you get your podcasts, and you can follow this show, Twitter, on Instagram at Cool Zone Media and Happen Here Pod. Um, any, any, any final, final notes? Grow some food. Yeah, grow some food. Grow some food. That is one of I've I've asked that question a lot, and that answer has come up many times. <laughs> Just grow, grow food. Okay. There you go. Grow food. It could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, CoolZoneMedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. I'm going out with the girls this weekend. Nails, done. Outfit, stunner. And my skin? I know it's going to be glowing because I glammed up my shower routine with new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash. 
It smells so luxurious and deeply moisturizes with its super rich, creamy lather that's bursting with vitamin B3 complex. So my skin glows and my confidence grows. Try new Olay Indulgent Moisture Body Wash for glowing skin in just 14 days. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop. During the Right Rug Flooring Hello Summer Sale, you'll find savings throughout the store, all backed by the right price guarantee, including carpet with a lifetime stain warranty, only $159 installed with pad. That's right, $159 includes expert installation as soon as tomorrow. Visit rightrug.com, R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com to find a showroom near you or schedule a free in-home shopping appointment. Say hello to summer and save. Right Rug Flooring, right here, right now.